Get Heavy Podcast, hosted by Craig Casamas and John Scheimer. Tonight's podcast is officially sponsored by Salzer's Records. For those of you who do not know, Salzer's is a record store uh, in Ventura for the last 50 plus years, owned and operated by the Salzer's family, RIP Jim. I love you. God damn it, I love you, man. Um, I worked at Salzer's for many years. I met my wife at Salzer's. I met every one of my fucking closest friends at Salzer's. I started my first bands with people that worked there. Um, Salzer's Records is so near and dear to my heart. I cannot express enough how important that time was to me and the time that I worked there and the people that I met and the relationships that I made. Having said all that, they are the best independent record store around in the fucking country. Fuck Amoeba. Fuck everyone else. Salzer's Records, Ventura County, 5777 Valentine Road. Check it out. Open 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. daily. If you like vinyl, CDs, used shit, DVDs, uh, in the record store, they upstairs, they got a a brilliant head shop, uh, an adult store for all you little freaks out there. Come on in, check it out. An incredible gift shop, jewelry for your girl, uh, jewelry for yourself. Are you poly? Are you bi? All there for you. It's all good, man. Get in there. Salzer's Records is the place to go, and it has been for the last 50 years in Ventura County. I'm so, so, so excited to be able to help them out and have them help me out and just get this relationship going. I can't think of anyone else I'd rather have represent this podcast in Salzer's. Also, they have the record store, and they also have the last probably video store on earth across the street, Salzer's Video. Incredible rentals for those of you old heads who like to find those deep dives, those cult classics that you probably can't find. Even on YouTube, Salzer's Video's got it, dude. Go in and check it out right across the street, right off Victoria. You can't miss it. Follow Salzer's Records on all social medias. Um, you know, subscribe, check it out. They're always doing some awesome sale, whether it's on T-shirts, records, uh, gifts, upstairs, the head shop. They got posters. They got all the knickknacks you want, cool jewelry, cool clothing, incredible shit over there, man. Uh, big shout-out to the Salzer's family. Big shout-out to Brandon and Nancy. Um, I miss you, Jim. Um, the loss of Jim was a big deal to me. It was a big deal to a lot of my friends. Um, he was just one of those Ventura staples, man. And you can, if you want to honor Jim, you want to honor the Salzer's name, get into that goddamn store and buy some stuff, man. In a world of the Bezoses and the Amazons of the world and your Walmarts, Salzer's is really the last company fighting that good fight, man. Independent, forward thinking, ready to do it. There to serve you guys for over 50 years. Salzer's Records. Check it out. Look at this with my fancy ass. Oh, shit. I mean, that's how I watch porn in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know that's when I'm starting to get into the tech. Is when I go, shit. Figured out how to stream <laughs> porn on your fucking... <laughs> that's when the old men really yeah, figure yeah, that yeah. shit out, huh? Ah, damn it, I'll get it. 
anyway, now I'm fancy, dude. Look at that shit, huh? Not bad. So, I've told you about my thing with the fucking rat. No. What do you mean? I didn't ever see you guys. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you actually, I, I, I knew that. Show at Bombay yeah, and, and rude. I was, I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, well. All this shit I got listened to around town. If here's a fucking band that I actually want to hear. Yeah. Done. Yeah. I was well. so bummed. Hey, man. I, fuck, I don't know. You know, you missed the boat. We had 10 years. We were together 10 years. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know. I had <laughs> that shit going on like raising kids. Yeah, I know. Well, that's the problem, you know. That's the reason I stopped. It's just... Uh, that's the reason all you stopped. I know. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. Why, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're a good parent, yeah, that's the reason you stopped, right? <laughs> it's, it's motorcycles, man. It's motorcycles. Uh-uh. It's uh-huh. China's and it's motorcycles. It's all these guys that have been watching these dudes ride motorcycles around town for years, and then they get out of high school, and they... They get a sports shirt, go straight to a diner if they can afford it. Mm-hmm. And then they have that diner and they're fucking ripping and running and having a good time and going mm-hmm. on runs and doing all this shit. And then they get an old lady. And then as soon as they get an old lady, the kids come along. Yeah. And yeah. then it turns into dirt bikes and toy haulers right, and right. boats yeah. until they get to be the old gray beard and the kids are out. And then they're like, hmm, mm-hmm. I think I want a bagger now. You're speaking, it feels like you're speaking from a lot of experience. I've never given my motorcycle. No, never, I'm huh? speaking from watching other, <laughs> watching other guys do it. <laughs> Me going, nah, man, I'm biking for life. No way, yeah. Nah, man, I ain't giving up my bike. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, I just... I didn't give up music either, I guess. You know, I just stopped doing the thing, you know, because it was either shit or get off the pot, right? It was yeah. either the raft's going to be on tour six to nine months out of the year, coming home with shekels, you know what I mean? And with two <laughs> kids, you know what I mean? And then trying to scramble to find a job or whatever. And it's just fucking got to the point where it's like, there's just no way, dude. You can't, you can't do that, you know? Yeah. So, so not if you want to be like a productive father or, you know what I mean? Any of that shit. So you just can't do it, dude. You know? So. Yeah. Riding my bike and having the same bike. I mean, my daughter's twenty-seven. You motherfucker! This fucking this son of a bitch. He fucking put a hole in my can. I keep dribbling on myself like I got fucking Down syndrome over here, dude. God damn it, Jake! Motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> fucking! It's like I got like I was born fucking Joaquin Phoenix with a hair lip over here. Oh, you shit. fucking prick! <laughs> You got it just enough on the side. I caught you at first, and now you got it just enough on the side where I got to do this. I have to go like this. You fucking bastard. Oh, bastard. Oh, shit. <laughs> the fuck, oh. man? <laughs> yeah. I kept taking a drink, and it's dribbling down my chin. I'm like, did I just go to the dentist? What the fuck happened, dude? <laughs> Oh, Your mom ever do that shit to you? Take you to the dentist? Oh, and fucking get you all numbed up. My dad never took me to the fucking dentist. <laughs> well, we okay. Shit. Let me let me clarify. It was Western Dental, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, that's where we went. Yeah, but Western Dental yeah. is why I had such an issue with dentists. Yeah, that's why everyone has an issue with I went dentists. To Western Dental, and I was getting some dental work done, and, and the little uh, Asian lady went to go stab me in my face with that needle <laughs> like this she, ah! oh, dude, she, <laughs> she hit a nerve or she oh yeah and, and i reached up and latched onto her mm-hmm. wrist and i know that i gave her the death grip and then reached up and i pulled her hand Did out you? of my mouth do that again but yeah. oh, come, oh, come back oh, there you go you better stop yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. um so yeah but, man she she pretty much uh, said uh you get out 
Yeah. Oh, really? She oh, booted yeah, you. Kicked me straight out. Yeah, they fucking um. He immediately kicked me out. I mean, they would just you know the rare times we could get there, right? I had braces. I ended up with braces for like from se- sixth grade summer to eleventh grade. Like I had fucking braces and the whole right. I mean, it was it was a fucking nightmare, dude. And um, but uh, when we would go to the actual dentist, dentist, they would fucking. I mean, they would just torture you, dude. It was like. I was like, hey, new guy off the street, you want to stab this kid in the face? But my mom would take us, and it was she thought it was so fucking hilarious. She would <laughs> she would get us, take us all to the dentist. We're all fucking numbed up, right? And then she'd take us to like In and Out or Wendy's and get us Frosties and milkshakes. And so now we're trying to drink these milkshakes, which is super good for you right after the dentist, oh, right? Yeah, definitely yeah, go yeah, yeah, yeah. as soon as you get a cavity filled. Definitely go yeah, eat a fucking chocolate. Yeah, but cool. the funniest part is that now we're all just dribbling shit out of our mouths, and we look we look like we belong in a van, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> fucking it's all of us enough. just chocolate and vanilla and strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> then she'd like take us to a store, you know? <laughs> it's fucking terrible, dude. Yeah, she's exactly yeah. what you're talking about. It's fucking brutal man I, you know <laughs> it's like what the fuck what kind of joy does that you know i mean well, as a parent now i understand yeah, yeah i totally same. get it yeah it's that's uh oh. that's payback for us being little bastards right yeah right you know like, yeah fuck. watch this oh dude yeah it was i mean it was in, fucking endless with that shit dude she would you know and you know like and what people just like unless you really I mean, I don't know how many people even kind of get this nowadays, but like, there was no going to the doctors. Yeah, you, you, no, you know, when you, no. Like, we didn't go to the dentist. There was no Western Dental when I was in Washington. Right, that, right. That didn't like. There was. I didn't yeah. Go to the dentist until I was in my teens. Mm-hmm. You know, but we also. You didn't go to the doctor unless you were dying. Shit was falling yeah, off. Yeah, totally. And then, like, my brother fell through a plate glass window. In my grandma's house, and he cut his arm up from like from wrist to elbow. Yeah, gouged his arm up. Definitely, probably needed stitches. Definitely needed stitches. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. My dad. So my dad took him to the emergency room, mm-hmm. and he, they go, "Do you have insurance or money?" My dad's all, "No, I don't got shit." Yeah, and they go, "Well, we can't do anything." Wow. Yeah, this was pre the law that you can't do that. Yeah, yeah, they, exactly. They yeah, my dad, yeah. And, and my brother left without stitches. Damn, dude. Yeah, my so it's dad gonna let a kid bleed ripped, to death. Ripped. Yeah. Fucking, my brother, I wasn't there, but my brother was like, "Oh my god, dude, your dad went off. Like, <laughs> he just fucking lost his shit." Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, it's so shitty, dude. It's the one thing. I'm a general, not conservative at all. I'm generally in the middle of things, right? Yeah. I mean, are. as far as that universal. shit goes, but I mean, universal healthcare, dude. How is that not? How is it not a thing? Like. I mean, I understand how it's not. I understand why it's not. You know what I mean? When it becomes yeah. making money over fucking people, yeah. if they're going to make money, right? But it's just so fucking asinine to me that you have to f- scrimp and save and kill yourself to get out of medical debt. And it's, isn't it? It's, oh, no. Medical debt you can wipe off. Student loans is the other one that you can. Medical debt. <clears throat> if you bank, debt, file bankruptcy, you, right? Medical debt doesn't really, like, you can't. Like, there's a lot of things it doesn't do. Student debt, that's another just crazy tragedy. Yeah, it's insane. It is travesty. Yeah. It is. We could sit here and go over the same thing that, like, we could just nail one thing after another. Right. After another. Of just, like, how insane it is that we are in 2021 with all the information that we have. 
right. all of the stuff that's in front of us, all of us seeing what other countries are doing to stand up against this stuff, and we still just sit around. And then if somebody does stand up, whichever way they stand up, the other side ridicules what that side yeah. standing up <laughs> right, for. Right, right. When if you just calls you a piece of shit, middle ground, yeah, totally. It's, dude. You, you know what I mean? Like we used to all stand up about like, oh, these, you know, these, you know, because the conservatives and stuff have always been kind of a little bit more proactive in standing up. You know, Antifa and all that stuff didn't come until way after that. But now everybody's pointing at Antifa and going, "What the fuck are these? Guys? They're doing the same thing you guys were doing, right? Why don't you guys all try to find the middle ground?" And stand up and do it together. Right, right, like, right, like, right. Why? Why are we concerned about all this stuff? The, this little minute stuff when we should really be going like, we have to have healthcare. Yeah, but- we have to like. If you are like, okay, we're pro LGBTQ. You know, Al- let's just yeah. let's just blanket it and call yeah. it the alphabet mafia. Yeah. If, right? Well, yeah. If, if that's where. I can't keep them we all. all want, they, I want them to, to take care of whatever they want to take care of. I have right. zero, zero, zero fucks given as far as like, and like, I just want everybody to be happy. Be whatever you. That is, do, you do you, that. do you, do you. Got it. No yeah. difference to me at right. all. So let's make sure that you guys have that health care as well. Let's right. Let's make sure that, you know, the urban community yeah. has that health care. Why are we arguing about the little things between us mm-hmm. when we can get together and and make shit happen. Yeah, but how, here's here's what I wrestle with constantly, right? Is like, how? How do we do it? What do you do? Because the only, right, this is, besides getting all these fucking lobbyists out of the politics and money out of politics and big pharma out of politics, mm-hmm. how are you going to do that? Like, as a, as a normal fucking human, right? Like, the only way we are going to achieve that is to completely boycott, right? So that's what I always think yes. about is like, yeah, the oil, if you want to make a fucking huge difference in what the oil industry does, stop buying gas for fucking two weeks. If you want to make a massive difference in what fucking pharmaceutical companies do, do not fucking buy prescriptions, right? And yes, obviously people need them, whatever. But if you want to, the only way you're going to make a change is to hit them in their pocketbooks and no one's willing to sacrifice that because everyone needs Xanax. You know what I mean? Like, or they need their Adderall or they need their fucking Vicodin or what it doesn't. Yeah. You know, but it's like, I don't, I don't take them very much. Oh, I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Too good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They do the goddamn job. Xanax and a beer or something. Yeah. yeah. But you know, that's the thing. You have to hit them financially, right? So how long are we willing to hold out to make a fucking statement? Because obviously protesting doesn't do shit, right? I mean, you can tear apart fucking Portland for three more months and what changed? No, nothing. Nothing, right? Nothing, I mean, nothing, nothing fucking changed. Nothing. I mean, incremental small changes. But if you really want to hit these motherfuckers and get health care and get fucking these cunts out of the fucking way, you have to hurt them financially. And it's the only way you can do it is to rise up and boycott product, boycott fucking yeah. gas, boycott... Yeah. Big Pharma, boycott yeah. fucking Amazon, boycott Walmart, all these things. You know what I mean? How, many, how fast would these guys change their fucking tune if no one was shopping? How fast, like, how insane is it that Fuck. all of these... All of got these me, dude. Google, like, everybody... Like, I went to look at something today and Google had the rainbow on there. Right. Like, like how quick they are to just jump on board to be part of something. Oh yeah. They don't care. It's just financial. They yeah, really I mean, don't. I mean, there might be some people in there that do, 
But for the obvious, part, yeah. yeah, obviously, you know, yeah. I, 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 you know, I've, in the last, you know, a, a yesterday or in the, in the last week, I listened to like two different books on audio. Oh yeah, what? And uh, one is called The Devil in the Grove. Okay. Marshall Thoroughgood, who was a black lawyer activist okay. in the 30s. Yeah, yeah. When it mattered. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> so when you needed that it, motherfucker. That's what's insane is like yeah. you read. No, it's, it's still like when you listen to this book on just how insanely fucked up it was for these people that are just trying to live a life and work and do this stuff. And they're just trying to do it after like their parents were in slavery or they were part of slavery. Right. Right. And they're just trying to, to just like, I just want to drive home. Right. That's it. And not, not be accosted. Not, yeah. 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 yeah I don't know, yeah. know about the Groveland case. It was I don't four know. Black guys that got accused of raping this white woman, um, thirties or forties. And it's one of the, like, it's just, just one of those. It oh obviously not happened, right? It's, I mean, it's, they didn't do it. it what it, were they framed? The what was the deal? Totally, it was totally this. Just it was the whole thing. If you get a chance, amazing uh, biography. Mm. It, but the whole thing that's crazy is, is okay. It's now sixty years later, right? And has it changed? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Definitely. Has it changed a lot? No. 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 They're still killing black humans for the color of their skin, yeah, all the time and getting away with it. Totally, and that's yeah. listening to this audiobook and listening to what was going on back then, and then listening to Richard Pryor's comedy, listen to Red Fox comedy. Mm-hmm. You guys talk like people. The only difference between now and then is now we have cameras. Right now, everybody <clears throat> has a camera right. in their pocket. And there's proof, and they can film George Floyd getting his neck stomped on. Right. Him what was the eight minutes or whatever as he creeps for his life right and some piece of shit just sits there on his neck like right when no one does a no thing. One does a thing not only that they all film it and no one does a no, thing yeah no one thought to run and jump kick that motherfucker in the back of the head to get him off of that dude at all no you know what i mean no. like and it's easy for me to sit here and say i could do it too but you know what i mean you know what's gonna happen right so it's like yeah, but if you how not, guilty are we all for watching you know what i mean I, you know i've had my ass whipped before yeah, and no one helped you. No, but I but I've also been in the situation with my family because my family's majority is black. Mm-hmm. So I've been in the situations. I've been there. I right. It's like I've stood there with my cousins, hanging out with my cousins, and have cops roll up <clears> on us, and then literally walk up and step between me and them and put my arm, put their arm out, and like push me away. Right. And then start harassing my cousins. Right. Right. I go, huh? And I'd split. You know, well, yeah. You know, because at that point they had me hold the dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you weren't the guy going yeah, to no, negotiate. No, yeah, like, oh, give it to Jake. Give it to Jake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, give it the white guy. But they ain't fucking listen yeah. to this stuff, and you just think, and then and then you see what people are like, what they're voicing their opinions about, like, like all of this stuff you guys are voicing your opinions about that we've been able to get to as a progressively been able right. to get to right. is amazing. Right. And it is beautiful. But right. along with that, you guys, let's kind of step back a little bit and, and go back into 
the urban community mm. and let's let's try to help them out like yeah no keep, yeah keep focusing on that and, and keep pushing that because it's just not well there i mean there's you know there's neighborhoods that are never going to recover ever no, ever ever no. they're not even gonna have the chance you know what no. i mean it's just it is true by they're design. by design yeah and that's you know i did i talked about critical race theory on the last podcast just because it's something that's been coming up a lot right and and you know so explain that <clears throat> it's uh, critical race theory white guy talking sorry guys i you know this is a white no, guy no, explaining no, this no, but no, yeah. no but um i mean this is as, as far as i understand it is a is basically a the critical race theory itself is it was created by a bunch of black scholars, you know, back in the day in the eighties, you know, late seventies, eighties. And basically it's, it's exposing the fact that there is systematic racism in our laws and our judicial system, system, yeah. all this, all this shit 100%. that we know now, right. Is all spawned from the critical race theory, which is basically saying, you know, neighborhoods by design, uh, were drawn yeah. in such ways to yeah. where they were unlimited to educate. Boyle they could Heights, not have education, there, Boyle Heights, yeah. South central, fucking yeah. all these areas. They were kept, the way in which they would draw district lines, and this is goes above and beyond a lot of things, but the way in which they would draw district lines would allow X amount of people to not be able to vote, X amount of people to not be able to fucking get bank loans, X amount of people to not fucking be able to go to the good school that's right next to them because this district line has been drawn in such a way. Still right. It's still going on, obviously. It, I mean, it's obviously still going on, but that's that's essentially what it is. It's It's the exposure of, how there is systematic oppression built into our fucking laws. Yeah. You know, okay. throughout history, yeah. right? That's, that's as far as I understand it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now there's other versions of this that branch out into, you know, the way in which people react with each other, the way in which we've been taught to react with it, all that shit. But that's as far as the critical race theory itself, it's, it's all based on how it is systematically built to oppress a group of people. Right. And I have a, I, you know, there's poor ass neighborhoods that are white too. Right. And those are all grouped in. So I, right. So you, I mean, yeah, the whole rest is it, is it majority fucking black and Latino and immigrant neighborhoods? A hundred percent. It also affects, you know what I mean? Like it also affects insanely poor white neighborhoods as well, but no one talks about that because, you know, why would you, you know what I mean? It's, I think that people you know, talk about it. You see documentaries on it. You see, I mean, look at Flint, Michigan, look at fucking, yeah. you know, you know, look, look at the Appalachians, the Appalachians look right? The look Appalachians. at the Walt, look wonderful like, world of yeah. the Walter Whites oh, or the whites. You know what I mean? Yeah. You ever seen that shit? Oh, yeah. It's fucking it's crazy. Of, uh, Years uh, of inbreeding and poverty. The, and one of the best documentaries you'll ever see. It is insane. The wonderful world of whites from West Virginia. Yeah. Oh, my it's nuts. Goodness, dude. Uh, Hank the third. Yeah. is the one that kind of initiated it and right. he's in it and it is if you haven't seen it go see it's it it's nuts it is so good it's it good is, but it's so yeah, sad it right sad. <laughs> it is sad, i mean the underlying just, tone is it gives, so sad it gives you guys it's so again i i come coming from such a unique position in my life you know growing up a poor white poor poor white guy but also my father was just there there don't there's no racism there right, was, right. wasn't even thought about or allowed in His parts world. of the United States where yeah. everybody around us was racist like they didn't understand that but I wasn't that it's not how my dad right you know got you know but being around all these poor people that were white 
and Mexican and right. Native American, you know, because that's another one. You no, that's a, that, and that's the one that's so yeah. bad, too, the Native Americans, man. Oh, I mean, it's those, those... They just make so much money off of them. And, yeah, I, yeah. And, I mean, and they're just, but we give them money. But no, you give them a minimal amount of money with no opportunity to work. So then you have these humans that are, as humans, we're designed to get gratification and self-worth off of being able to do something right to be able to work to be able to provide to be able to do this stuff Mm -hmm. so if you just you know just be like here it doesn't generate positivity right yeah keeps you at a base level of vicodin and you know yeah it's just enough to get through the day is that that, and that's how they feed you you know they give you just enough to get through the fucking day welfare is not enough welfare you know what i mean and all the all these things. I grew up so fucking poor, but so my my problem with everything, and I don't have a problem with critical race theory at all. I 100% believe it. It's absolutely fucking true. But I have a hard time defining it as only black and Native American, and you know, I I define it as a poverty, right? So I view that I view a lot of it as poverty. It, it's it's a division between rich and fucking poor. Right. Because I grew up in those same fucking neighborhoods. Yes. My neighborhood wasn't nearly as fucking bad as a neighborhood in Detroit or Chicago or any of those things. But I grew up fucking poor with no help, welfare, food stamps, the whole fucking deal. Right. Getting treated like a piece of shit when we go shopping in a store because my mom has to use food stamps. You know what I mean? And you got people scoffing at you. You know what I mean? Like I felt, I remember not not a nice little EBT card. No, it's the, it was the fucking, you get the book, dude. Yeah. The book and you got to walk. No, we would get, we would get fucking made fun of dude. Like it was shameful for us. You know, like it felt shameful when we were kids. Um, and I'm sure for my mom, it was, you know, she worked three fucking jobs and still needed it. You know? So my, my whole thing is it's, it's a lot of poverty, right? It's just, poor fucking neighborhoods that can be white that can be black that can be latino hispanic whatever it is um but it's it is systematic it's fucking absolutely systematically built in right also when you think about this think about how the black population is only 13 percent of the united states okay 13 percent of 300 million is all right 13 percent of 300 million right and they're overwhelmingly the number one a hundred percent yeah so like we have opportunity yes yeah you and i both come from an extremely poor environment yes and without a whole lot of effort like we were able to work our way into positions where we own nice houses and we have yeah. good families and right you know i don't have to live in the ghetto right you know but 100 percent. if if i was one of my cousins I don't have to work as hard as he did. Right. I don't have to work as hard as she had to work to just get her nursing license. Right. And go to work. Like I just kept pushing forward and was given opportunities. Right. You and I have both worked in a field where we have watched and seen and heard contractors and people be like, "Mm, I'm not going to hire that guy. Yeah. No. And you know why, you know what it is, you know why it is. Yeah. It's fucking terrible. It's terrible, dude. When I was younger and I worked with Rebar and and like, they, they, you know, this was 30 years ago. Right. No one's holding any punches. Right. No. You know. The amount of insane shit I've heard out in my industry, you know, as far as racism goes, is is incredible. You know what I mean? And it, you know, it is a fucking, it is a racist environment. You know what I mean? But also it goes both ways. I, 
some of the Mexican dudes I worked with are the most racist humans I've ever met. Right? I mean, they are so okay. racist against black dudes. You're like, oh no, oh, oh my no. god. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Hold yeah, on. Not against okay. whitey. Yeah, no, no, against no, no. black dudes. Okay. You know what yeah, I mean? No. That is a next level racism, 100%. dude. I, 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 you know. And I, there's no no lack of white guys that are racist, I, I, but I'll tell you, a fucking old school machismo Mexican. School. Oh my god, he's dude, racist. Dude. <laughs> I mean, not only that, they hate Salvadorians. Yeah. They fucking hate blacks. They, yeah. you know what I mean. And this is obviously not everybody, but the the most wild shit I've ever heard is definitely out of like a dude's mouth that it's an old Mexican labor. And you're like, I, again, wow, dude, wow. Up, you know, up over in Oxnard, I didn't. You know, I there's. You know, yeah, 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 dude. Oh my god, yeah, yeah dude. I mean, like, I've been oh. physically uncomfortable in my skin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Many, many times, like just overhearing a conversation between two guys, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Like, how are you guys not killing each other right now? You know what I mean? And it wasn't based in fun banter either. You know what I mean? Well, it was it's like, also, you know, <clears throat> I don't know, let's man. Fuck it, let's go. Well, at a certain point, you would yeah, assume, right? Yeah. Hey, man, we can walk down here. Yeah, yeah. Let's go down here and have a talk. Yeah, and you, you would, know? but it rarely comes to that. It's just usually some terrible shit that gets said. You know what I mean? Horrible. It's just it was very hard to watch coming from where I came from as a punker who definitely liked punching skinheads. You know what I mean? I I made it when I was a foreman. I made it a real fucking point to <clears throat> tell everyone pretty quick. I don't tolerate it. Yeah. If you can't find some fucking better words to use then you don't need to work for me, dude. Cause I don't, I worked really hard to get out of that world that I was raised in, to get out of that environment I was raised in, to get out of that fucking universe I was raised in of these types of fucking feelings and, and words. Right. And I don't want to hear it. I don't want to fucking hear it. It's, it's insane. I, when I was in high school, if, if something racist was said, if somebody dropped an, <clears throat> dropped an end bomb, if right. somebody said some shit, I was always the first to jump. Yeah, well, good. You know? I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm hanging out with my cousins and whatever, and we're, we're yeah. you know, they're my family. You know what I mean? So right. when somebody says something, I don't care what they look at and see. To me, you're offending my family. Totally, you know? yeah. And you know, but then I, you know, I, I, I went away for a while. I did some time and I had to get out and I had to kind of get my shit together. Right. And in doing so, I moved to Ventura and started doing security mm. and being a bouncer and working at right. bars. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because these people don't know me. No, you of know, course. They, yeah. If they don't hear me talking. And, and you look like a racist. And I do, you know what I mean? Like, and I had the same thing. I'm a big white guy with a beard and tattoos. Yeah. Everyone else yeah. thinks racist, yeah. you know? What yeah. I mean? And that's what I dealt yeah. with in Lancaster. You know what I mean? Oh, it's like, and it was weird because I'm like, bro, I'm not the dude. And they're like, what's up with you, cracking motherfucker? I'm like, hey, uh, I, I, I'm not, I'm not the guy, man. Like when there's like, cause I'm, I use brother a lot. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I call a lot of people and I have a lot of brothers. I have a lot of sisters. Uh-huh. And it, that's a biker thing, though. But right. Also, too. You it's know. also an AB thing. It's also an Aryan brother thing. Oh, is or, it? Oh, or, or, or I don't know if it's so much AB, but when somebody walks up to me, it's like, hey, brother. Yeah. That's a lot different than me going, how you doing, brother? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Because you, you see this. That hard R. It's that oh, hard R, dude. That's what it the, is. He's got the white shirt. <laughs> yeah, he's got yeah, the tan yeah, like, He's got the shoes. Ugh, and yeah. he walks up and he's all, hey, brother? brother. And you're yeah. just like, 
Yeah, man, no. You got the wrong uh, brother, man. I'm more of the A, the soft A. Yeah, I'm the soft A guy. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not a hard R guy, man. <laughs> yeah. Hats or shirts made up. Soft A. Soft A, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. No hard R's around here, dude. No. Yeah, yeah no. dude. It's just fucking crazy, you know, because you don't, you know, th- that brother thing is – it's part of biker culture. You know, oh, we dude. do trades. I'm a brother to many, many people in my trade. You know, we're all brothers. All It's all built in, right? But that hard R is, mm. you know, at a certain point when someone says it to you, you're like, yep. no, no, they not wrong guy, way. bro. Yeah, you not the, not the guy, up, dude. You know what's up. Immediately yeah. you know what's up. <laughs> yeah. Know? And it's fucking no fun, dude. And it's oh. sad. And it's fucking sad, right? Like, I spent many years just being pissed at the ignorance. And now I just view it as like sad. It's so fucking oh. sad that like you haven't grown enough to where you can really see how dumb you sound. You know what I mean? So, like, but this is where you were talking about a little while ago when we were talking about systematic racism. <clears throat> when we're talking about that, it's kind of along the same lines. That system sends these people to prison. Mm-hmm. And they're completely okay with. Instead of creating an environment where they work together, oh yeah, segregation let's, let's immediately keep segregation going. Let's right, keep them fighting each is other. Is that a product of the prisons, or is that a product of the actual? I think I think that the prison or the actual in general just society, has, like the actual prison population. <coughs> See, that's what I don't know. I've never done any time, so I'd like to know how. How did you deal with it being well, well, not a racist? When, right when I when I went to jail, I, I just went to jail in, in county, and I did a year. I went up to the farm. Oh, okay. it was before, like before they shut all that stuff down. Right. So, I mean, I did have some white dudes walk up to me and go, "Hey, man, you're going to come hang out with us, and you're going to be in our car. Right. We're going to be doing burpees and push-ups and lifting weights all day every day, mm-hmm. and you're going to hang out with us because I was playing dominoes with the brothers in the Mexican. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't but, a problem. Well, it wasn't. You know, I didn't even think about it at that level. Right. 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 You, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, in my head, like. <clears throat> How I like I was, I still think about this to this day. Where I'm like, man, what the fuck would I have done if I had gone to prison, dude? Like, I know what would I have done. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like I know, like, <laughs> how am I going to be like? These are my nieces. This is my nephew. Right. This is my brother-in-law, who's like the patriarch of the family. Right. And he's. You know, he's as dark as this. Right. Church dog. <laughs> Church dog from Oxnard. He's got that Wesley oh, Snipes oh, complexion. Dude, dude, when he smiles on his eyes light up, man, he can light up a whole fucking campsite. You know what I mean? Hey, he can, he can fucking burn some fucking tricep too, man. Oh, Fuck God. him. Fuck Mark. I got you, Church. Where you at? If I, I'm only saying this shit because I know he doesn't even know how to operate his phone. If I thought he was actually going to see this shit, there ain't no way I'd be talking shit to him. Like that, he's a giant old black man. He fucked me up, man. Yeah, dude. No, yeah, no. Yeah, man. But what would you do, though? You know what I mean? That's what I would. That's what I would think about. Because I have no idea. I've never gone to jail. I've never been to prison. You know what I mean? But what do you do? You You jail in Ventura County? It's the essays. It's period. Right, right. Chicas. You know, I had that covered, man. You know, I I was. You know, I I had my little. You know, I I didn't do high school hanging out with white dudes. Right. Yeah. So I, you know, but the whole thought process and thinking like, Hey, there's a chance I'm going to go to prison. 
and then like my nieces whom are the loves them I, I fucking you know they're my babies right right like, i can't put their picture up in my bunk right yeah you know like i had like brother-in-laws and shit that were in prison at the same time that i was looking at going to prison mm-hmm. and i'm like how the fuck like, is this gonna I work can't go say hi i can't right like, right i, I yeah. have to you know i don't know what i honestly man i'm just grateful i'm Grateful you, you know, didn't I'm go, right? Yeah. I, I didn't go to prison. You know what I mean? That's real right there, bro. That ain't no bullshit. I'm grateful I'm fucking white. If I wasn't white, I'd be in prison right now for the rest of my life. All right, life. for some bullshit. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's well, totally yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, most of it was bullshit. But there was some things. Some things. Yeah. Hey, you know, yeah, you know. street pharmacy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We dabble. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's fucked, man. I mean, it yeah. is really fucked. I mean, I'm not so arrogant to think that there isn't white privilege. You know what I mean? Any oh, of that I shit. I, I, so you know what I mean? Real, man. 100%, you you know, know, anybody that believes that that's not a real thing, go fuck themselves. Yeah, it's insane. You know, anybody that says pull yourselves up by the bootstraps, All right. they've never had bootstraps. Exactly. Yeah. You know? That's what I say all the time. You know, it's like, I'm not arrogant. I'm not dumb. You know what I mean? I, I understand what it is, but you know, I, it's just, it's, I would, I would, I would wonder, you know what I mean? For a guy that's not a racist, you know, what do you do yeah. in a fucking jail situation? You go to others. I guess, you, you know, if you can, yeah, right? Man, I, I don't know what, I, I really honestly, man, it, it, it was a very, 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 very scary thing for me. Was because it? Because I just had no, like, I, there was a couple of times where I was looking at doing a solid prison stint, mm-hmm. you know, and I was given other opportunities and I took those opportunities and stuck it out. Right. And I was one of the very few people that did it. It and scared you enough. Whatever yeah. happened scared you enough like, to where you're like, I don't want to yeah, do this. No, dude. Yeah. No, yeah. hell no. You know what I mean? I was a fucking crack dealer in the 80s. Right. You yeah. know, I, that's, you yeah. know, yeah. Cuz <clears throat> and Vato and like all that shit was pretty strong in my vocabulary. <laughs> you, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it was, you know, I, I, I literally would. You know, I'd rock my, I'd get my soft dope and make it hard, and I would break it down into pieces. And yeah, you know, I was selling crack when colors came out. You know what I mean? Like Crazy. I just, yeah. oh, dude, it was. You know, I mean, I'm 17, 18, 19 years old doing this. Shit, wow. You know, and this and, is down and, here. Oh, it's Oxnard. An Oxnard, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and you know, it, it Oxnard. People want to say whatever they want to say, and they don't understand, man. But Oxnard is a different flavor than anything else in Ventura County. Oh yeah, you know, hundred percent. You want to like people want to compare the avenue or Berry Street and Camarillo or yeah, go fuck yourself. Oaks. No way, dude. And no. Hey, Oxnard is no, you know, it's it, they get busy down there, dude. I mean, you know, there's definitely been times where I'm down there and I'm like, I am in the wrong, wrong fucking spot, you yeah. know what I mean? And I mean, but also, I've never been scared like that compared to like a neighborhood in Detroit or a neighborhood in I, Philadelphia. I, I, and maybe it's because of, Detroit? yeah. Oh, yeah. you have? Oh, yeah. Touring. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. Okay. Uh, you want to hear my Detroit, Detroit story? Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah, we yeah, played yeah. in a place called Hamtramck, which is a Polish neighborhood in the middle. It's like seven mile, that whole yeah. M&M okay, area, yeah. right? So we play a show, and I can't remember what the fucking place is called. Um, But it's, it. I mean, it is bad, dude. Like, un, it looked like a fucking movie set bad, right? Yeah. So we're driving through. It's like burnt house, burnt house. Gutted house, copper's gone. People are walking in and out, no doors. One okay house, you know what I mean. And we're driving through these neighborhoods, and then all the signs are in Polish. So it's like a full Polish immigrant neighborhood, right? You get to eat. 
No, no. I, well, maybe Obviously we did. Obviously a fat man. Right. <laughs> All I can think about is, how are the pierogies? Yeah, no, uh, there's no pierogies over there. Yeah. I mean, there was, but you're not. Anyway, so we finally get to the place, right? And it's, the venue's cool. I mean, but we have to load in shifts. Like, you cannot leave the van unattended for any amount yeah, of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. They pay a security yeah. guard to sit outside. It's a fucking terrible neighborhood, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's so bad. And, uh, so we're, you know, it's, it's going okay, but it's, it's, you know, it's a combination of people completely strung out on meth and crack and, and, and straight Polish hardworking immigrants, right? I mean, it's, it's such a so, wild world. Side note. Right. This was in what years? It would have been mid 2000s. Okay. Right? So, so meth the, was actually prevalent. Oh, yeah. It was big. It was a big deal then. Yeah. Okay. It was, it was probably in the, Fucking in the 08, 09s ish. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because growing up when I grew up, right, the only person that had meth or did meth was me. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I, I had a couple gay guys that I got this insane meth from. <laughs> yeah. It was so yeah. good. It was fucking crazy good. <laughs> so good. It was, it was incredible. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I was like, I would, yeah. every once in a while, I'd be like out of Coke and somebody'd be like, hey, man, can you hook me up? And, yeah, I I would be like, well, you know, because I I don't I it was your special I stash. I, essentially. I also didn't like for me it was like having a Red Bull. R- oh, really? You, you know, I'd chop up a little lime, I'd scoop it up, I'd put it in a cup, and I'd stir it up, uh-huh. and I'd drink it. Oh, you drank it? Yeah, weird. Because I didn't okay. want to snort it because I knew it'd fry my fucking nose. Right, right. So then I would then I would just go to work. Oh, okay. and then you know, and you it, got shit done. Got shit, you know. <laughs> I fucking cruised around in my car at three yeah, o'clock yeah. in the morning, yeah. listening to fucking classical music. Yeah, and can fucking yeah. I mean, you know, that Ray Gin and drugs are fun, dude. I mean, that hey, there's never. Hey, if you guys, as we post this stuff, if don't, you guys don't oh, listen on, to anything on, he says, hold on, hold on. If you know what Sako is <laughs> and Gin and Sako, if you know what Sako is, if you're that fucking old. Just say something, man. Yeah. What's up? Put hit, it in the yeah, comments. Hit, hit, yeah, hit yeah. Big J. I, I would <laughs> love to know how many people actually had Sako. Okay. That shit was oh, delicious with a little bit of Tanqueray. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what it is. And a cool. All right. You know, a cool. You have a cool. <laughs> huh? You can get that cool, that Tanqueray. <laughs> and fucking 3 o'clock in the morning. Hey, baby. Just did a giant bump. Yay! Living life. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um. Yeah. So anyway, we're in Detroit, right? We're fucking, we load the gear in, we're tripping. You know, we've seen some bad neighborhoods in our career so far. This is definitely hitting the tippy, mm-hmm. tippy tops, right? So we go into, uh, before we play, we go have our safety meeting, right? This is, we used yeah. to call it a safety meeting. Yeah. We didn't go have a fucking, yeah, grab the socket. Yeah. yeah. Get fucking smoke some weed, get real high before he destroyed the place. And then, uh, <clears throat> we're sitting in the van and there's, a, we're in the, like on the corner of an intersection. In one corner is a dude smoking crack or meth, whatever it is. The other guy, there's a guy fiending. He's rolling around on the ground, screaming, throwing oh, trash man. around, right? So it's like all across the street. I'm like, we're like, dude, help, help the guy, help the guy out, you know? But, uh, we're watching and there's a fucking beat up old beamer. Just, I mean, looks like a movie set, like spray painted. It'd been mm-hmm. abandoned for who knows how fucking long trash everywhere in it. Right. And so we're fucking sitting there we're like, this is crazy, dude. And this fucking chick pops up, jumps on the fucking hood, just straddles the fucking sun, the, uh, sunroof, 
and pops a squat and just pisses straight into the sunroof into the fucking <laughs> car, dude. <laughs> You're like, yes. and we're like, whoa! You know, we oh are tripping, God. dude. Yeah. And it just fucking whoop, shimmies it up, keeps on moving, dude. And you're like, this is the porter potty? Like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. And then, you know, we end up talking to people and we're like, what the fuck is up with this place? And they're like, that's pretty bad, right? Yeah. I was like, yeah. And the, like, one of the guys carries a gun with him all the time, 24 hours a day. He's all, I pull my gun like once a week on somebody. Just get the fuck away from me. You know, like pull my gun. Just like get the fuck away from me. You know, and you're like, oh, my God. But when you talk about this systematic fucking oppression, this is it. Right. This is a neighborhood yeah. that will never fucking recover from what's happened. Probably because people like you are selling crack. Hey, <laughs> just, look, man. I no, but it, I mean, it's I fucked, nice you know, too. <laughs> I, 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 I want to live in a good house. You yeah, know what I mean. I, I, I do you have ma- do you have major regrets from that shit back now or how do you feel about it? I, I there's some things that 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 yeah. Definitely. I'm not saying you need to no, feel like no, the no, total no, dog no, shit, there, but there's, when there's, you hear yeah, when you no, hear that people sold crack to ghettos, you know what I mean, and you know that's what helped rip them apart. But obviously, there's well, so it, much more to it, it than that. Been, like yeah. there's people that I know that that I've you know, used to serve back in the day that I know, you know, I had one cat specifically, man. Um, I won't say his name. Yeah, please don't. But I liked the dude. Yeah. He was a really good dude. I liked him a lot. Yeah. And if I needed a new TV, he was a dude to talk to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If I needed a stereo, mm-hmm. he was a dude to talk to. Mm-hmm. He was a stealing motherfucker. Yeah. But along with that, he was a smoking fool, man, and and uh, it later on, you know, caused map strokes and all yeah. this other shit. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, yeah, I, I, I definitely, you know, like honestly, am I going to lose sleep over it? No, right. You know what I mean? Like, well, because you it, were surviving it, too, was, right? Was, you were surviving too. All yeah. I knew, you know, as <laughs> I've gotten older, I'm like, man, I really wish I had a Craig that worked in this industry mm-hmm. and said, Hey man, there's a on, better thing a here. Chance. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, you know, yeah. I tried to get in the operators engineers union for a yeah. long time Yeah, and I couldn't do it. Hmm. You know, and we both know how it's hard, dude. It's well, hard. And, to, you and know. It's also, uh, what's that word where they, they, it's all family shit. You got nepotism. Go nepotism. There's a lot of nepotism, a lot of yeah. nepotism yeah. in all unions. This in is all, true. And it does not just unions and everything in life. Right. You look out for each other. Right, you know that whole tribe thing that Alex Unger booked the tribe, like it's all related. Like, yeah, we we we're always going to look out for each other. One hundred percent. If we're in a situation where you and I have or something's going on and we're having an issue with somebody, yeah, I'm going to look out for you. Right, one hundred percent. So yeah. it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. So I didn't have that around me. What I had was people that were old school hustlers mm-hmm. that, that loved me. Right. You know what I mean? But those, these so, are your peers, right? Yep, these are the they, people that they, you learned from, they right? They were my peers. They were my my patriarchs. They were my they were the men around Your role me. models, yes. essentially. And I, I would like to point out they were men. Make sure that we understand that because the women had a different role than the men did at that time. Oh, okay. This isn't now. This was then. Now we're all the same. <laughs> and so back then it was a little different. Yeah, you, you know, different, yeah, maybe. There, you didn't, there, yeah. Was, there was some hustlers out there that might have been female, but yeah, I never saw it. right, you know, 
but they, boy, they can make a sandwich. <laughs> um, get so heavy that's podcast. Who I learned from. I didn't yeah. learn. I didn't I, like. I learned how to break down weight. I didn't learn how to to right. to, to to cut a piece of two by a four to put it up under a roof. Right. I didn't learn how to operate heavy machinery. Right. I didn't like all of this stuff that I did learn. I learned after. Right. You know, and my, my uncle, who was one of the, you know, he's still, you know, I, I love him to death. And he's a preacher now. He's a pastor in Oxnard at mm. uh, a church out there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, you know, him and I have these conversations. He's all, man, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm sorry that I didn't show you more. Right. Yeah. I didn't teach you something different. Right. But I tell him, you taught me what, you taught me valuable lessons in my life that I still use today. Right, right. You taught me how to take something and move that product in a way. Like you taught me how to hustle, hustle. Yeah. You straight up taught me how to hustle and totally, hustle, yeah. hustle through life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so like, cause, cause here's the thing. Like no one works harder than a fucking fiend, right? Like no one works harder than a crackhead. No one works harder. Than, you know what I mean? Like I, I don't, I feel like, and, and, you know what and, I mean? But, like, but you're also dealing dope and hustling. Oh, it's that. It's they, not easy. It ain't easy either. Right. A, yeah. hundred percent. I would. So back in the days, pages were unlimited. They weren't unlimited. Right. You, they were unlimited because most people never hit 2000 pages in a month. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, you know, they right, were right, unlimited, right. Limited, but when it came down to it, they weren't. They weren't. Yeah. No, so I would go home at four o'clock in the morning, three o'clock, two o'clock, whatever time I go to bed. Mm-hmm. I would take my pager. For people that don't know, it's a little square box. It's pre iPhone on your side, yeah. <laughs> and it would vibrate, and then it'd have a little phone number, yeah. and then you'd have to go find a phone, a payphone, and then call them. Guys, payphones yeah. were phones yes. that were yeah. attached to random walls and <laughs> random places that you could put money That's into and make dealer. phone calls yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, but I'd turn that shit off yeah. at three o'clock in the morning, and I would yeah. turn it off. What yeah. I would do is, is I would I would go in the bedroom, and when I went to bed, I would wrap it. Uh-huh. And like a towel, and then I'd stick it in the drawer so I couldn't hear it vibrate. Because there was no turn off the vibrate. Never, <laughs> well, no, it was because in the morning, as soon as I woke up, I would wake up at you know twelve, one o'clock. Right. I'd wake up, roll out of bed, snap a bong hit, mm-hmm. go take a shower, get out the shower, come mm-hmm. back out. And then take that self that pager out, and then I would sit there by my bed, and I would call all the all numbers, of the back. numbers that right. I'd gotten between the time that I went to sleep until the time that and I you woke up. up. Right, there'd be forty or fifty minutes. Phone that's calls. insane, dude. Yeah, I mean, well, and that's the thing. I mean, but it is true when you learn how to hustle, right? I mean, when you were, I mean, and hustling goes from dealing all the way down to being a fucking fiend. It all is right. These teach you insanely valuable lessons: how to deal with people. You get a real fucking quick bullshit meter. You know what I mean? Like all these things. Anybody. Anybody, right. Anybody. Because you ain't just selling to the fucking dude on the corner, right? You're selling to a businessman that's running fucking, you know, running a fucking multi-million dollar business. You're selling to all these sorts of things, right? Uh, And so you'd learn how to manage people. And that's that's a massively valid skill. You know what I mean? That a lot of fucking, that's why it's always like, I'm always, I always laugh because I also, I just listened to the Danny Trejo episode on uh, Mark Maron's podcast, you know, Danny Trejo, the mm-hmm. machete guy. 
Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and this guy. I don't know how many people don't know who Danny Trejo is. Well, I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. He looked yeah. at me like he didn't know who he was. But um, oh, what I looked at you like is like because I stopped listening to Mark Maron a long time ago. Oh, anyway, it's kind of. I don't listen to him a lot, but yeah. if it's a cool but, interview, then I would. Yeah. So in my head, when you're saying that, I'm like. I need to look up Danny Trejo. Podcast, <laughs> yeah. anyway, you know? But the cool thing was, is that, you know, um, he, he did a, he, he just breaks shit down so well, you know what I mean? And the fact that this guy has been clean for 50 years, but in 19, program right. Program clean. Yeah. But even 50 fucking years ago, shit was still the same, right? People are still hustling. They're fucking running. They're running their markets or running their rackets. And the, and the funny part is, is that like when this guy gets into the movie world, right? They're like, Oh my God. Like this guy's crazy. Like he's so terrifying, but like so nice and knows how to deal with people and makes people feel comfortable. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. That's what a fucking drug dealer does, dude. They make anyone feel comfortable with the bad decision they're making and they make you want to make it more. You know what I mean? Like, and it's this wild skill and it makes sense why morons in Hollywood are fucking impressed by a guy like that. You know, obviously the face, his face is terrifying. You know, the tattoos, all that He's, shit. His face is so terrifying. It's crazy, you know, but yeah. like when you, when you think about it, like the real, the relative fucking normal human person isn't ready for that. They're not ready for the guy that can think on his feet in any situation and be comfortable. You know what I mean? All of these people that would go back to the alphabet mafia, all of these people that, that are, focused on all these different things that are they're important and i understand that because they're everybody's absolutely it's important yeah like everybody's story is important totally you know my nephew taught me that Mm -hmm. a long time ago you know you just yeah we talked about that i think on the last one yeah so so everybody's story is so important but there's levels to it Mm -hmm. when you are at that trejo level or you go through like dealing with the things that like that I would have to deal with and, and happen to be that chameleon mm-hmm. happen to change your colors, whether according you're to the situation. Oh, right. Yeah. hundred percent. You, you, know, like, you put me like, I, I, whatever situation you can put me into, I, I normally can okay, figure it out to figure out. Right. There's the alpha. There's this, there's like, there's, there's, that's the woman that you want to, yeah. you know, you, you know, connect you, with or whatever. Make yeah. Sure that you got a good place. Yeah. To but not only that, to be able to come into a situation and be able to read that situation Everything. and read the room and fucking know who the players are, know who the fucking things are. And it has nothing to do with you being inauthentic, right? I mean, you're still going to be you. Okay. You're always you yeah. in your situation. But you know how to come into a formal fucking dining room and act and fucking hold court and have fun. And you know how to come into a fucking dive bar. You know what I mean? Yeah. At a punk rock show. And do the same fucking thing. It's the same, you know what I mean? It's yeah. the same skill set that goes so far that a lot of people don't know. You know what I mean? You they put me in a formal dining situation. No, I mean, I'll do good for a while. <laughs> but after yeah. a few cocktails, yeah, the you're going to be hanging around are going to be a little less. Yeah. You know, <laughs> or maybe a little cool more. Folks, yeah. The cool folks are going to be there. Yeah. You, exactly. know what I mean, you can, you start to weed them out rather than yeah. I know you know this. Oh, I yeah. absolutely know you know exactly what I'm talking about. You get us all hanging out together and we start talking shit. You know that that crowd really yeah. starts to split up. Yeah, but the people that aren't going to be around, they fucking you know. Fuck them. Yeah, you what know, are you going to do? Like my dad always said, fuck them. 
And dude, I'll never forget. Because my grandpa is that person, right? My grandpa is my dad's dad is the most charming fucking savage I've ever met. I mean, he is, I, I've said this before, but he is Al Swearingen from Deadwood, right? He's such a fucking savage of a human. He buys and sells mining equipment. He fucking, he is a self-made fucking multimillionaire many times over. No one knows, you know what I mean? How much he's really worth, but this guy has money. He'll make 80 grand in a five minute phone call. This guy fucking hustles and you can put him in any situation and he will charm the pants off the waitress, fucking have everyone rolling. He's holding court because he has that much people skills, right? But I've also seen the other side, too, where when he's had enough of you, he's had enough of you, right? And we were at uh, – I went on a cruise to Alaska with my dad and um, him, my grandfather, and his you know current wife. Um, and the reason I went was because my dad just divorced his wife and already had bought the tickets. <laughs> He's like, Hey man, I want to, I don't want to waste the money. You want to go? I'm like, fuck yeah. Seven day cruise to Alaska. We'll take it. Right. Oh, so we go to yeah. these formal dinners, right? And you literally have to dress up the whole yeah, deal. Yeah, right. You know, I've been on cruise. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's fucking weird. It's interesting, whatever, but we're at this fucking dinner one night and my grandpa wears a hat. He wears a hat every fucking day of his life. He ain't taking it off for a motherfucking Capper. thing. Like cap. a ball cap, like a it, it Panamint Rock Mining Company. It's his hat, right? Okay. It's his company, okay. yeah. but it's a it's a trucker hat, right? Yeah. And uh, this fucking waiter would not get it. He fucking told my grandpa to take that hat off because it's formal, right? So you're not supposed to have any hats on or anything like that. This fucking waiter comes up to him two, three times, and he goes, "Sir, you know, you know, we're eating dinner. Fuck, my grandpa's talking. Blah blah blah." And uh, this guy goes, "You know, you're gonna have to remove that hat. There's, you know, blah blah blah." And my grandpa doesn't even skip a fucking beat. He grabs this waiter's fucking tie and just goes and yanks it and yanks it fucking straight to his face. He's not even looking at him. And he goes, I'm going to fucking kill you before I take this fucking hat off and just releases him. (laughs) And the guy's all like just backs away. You know what I mean? And it's in the middle of a half a joke. You know what I mean? Like he's about, he's setting up for a fucking joke or something. He's not playing. Not playing. He no. is not fucking no, playing, dude. But it, I mean, the way in which he fucking handled this dude, it was so, like, I was all, I think I'm the only one that saw it at the table. You know what I mean? Cause I'm enamored by him. Cause he's a savage. He's a terrifying man, Yeah. but he's also was the best grandpa ever. You know what I mean? To me, terror. Yeah, yeah, he's still around, still kicking, doing his thing. But, um, you know. How often do you talk to him? Fuck, every few weeks. He calls to tell me I'm not doing my job all the time. It's fucking, that's <laughs> <laughs> a whole other story. But we talk a lot, you know, like pretty often. Okay. He's we'll highly entertaining, yeah. Anyway. I want to hear that. Oh, it's so ahead. good. But, you know, just the way in which he operates, it's like he gives no fucks, first of all. He's got more money than God. You know what I mean? And he's not going to listen to this fucking 22-year-old no, kid no. to take his hat off. No, but man. I've never seen fear in the eyes. And he didn't even make eye contact. He just, like, drugged this fucking dude down right to his face. Right The kid's like, Aah! you know, like choking. He's like, I'm going to kill you before I take this fucking hat off. And it just like, <laughs> just like dude, you know, and you're like, oh, my God. Like, this is a man that can operate in any situation on Earth. And he's going to be I fine. I really think that the world would be a better place if there was more men like that. And maybe. It was more acceptable. Yeah. I don't think it's a maybe. I think that that's got us to where we're at now. Mm. You know, and, and, and I know that. Definitely in certain ways, for sure. Like, you know, it's not, nobody wants to say this or hear this or whatever. I, I, you know, but that 
machismo, that fucking masculinity, that, right? That that testosterone level of what goes on with that, it it keeps things kind of going, yeah, in a way where there's not such a convoluted, like everything is so kind of whitewashed and watered down right, right. now, as far as like. Like everybody's kind of like going off in all these different directions for these different things, and like going right. Like, what we talked about in the beginning of all this is like, it, like if we had more people, men, women, whatever, I don't care. If we had more right. solid people that had that that solid stance of like, I am not taking my fucking hat off. Fuck you. I will yeah. fuck you up. Yeah. Shut the fuck up and right. leave me alone about my fucking hat. Right. Man. Yeah. I'm fucking talking with my family, motherfucker. Yeah. This motherfucker paid ten thousand dollars to go on this cruise. Dude, you know what I mean? Yourself, yeah, exactly. Leave you the know? Fuck alone. Yeah. Yeah. So having more of that, yeah. Whoever it is, I don't give a shit. Right. Just people that stand up and go, no, stop, man. Fucking stop leave it. Leave it dude. alone. Stop. Stop Let it. Us, we're yeah. sitting here just like I don't want to hear your bullshit. Right. You know what I mean? If you don't like this thing or that thing, whether it's this person or that person, stop, man. It's I'm so it's to... micro shit that yeah. doesn't matter in the big yes, scheme of things. Yes. Yeah, because there are massive microaggressions. microaggressions. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I mean you are right. I mean, there's nothing wrong with having a kinder world. There's nothing wrong with oh, someone. No. You know, what I mean, no. there's nothing wrong with people treating people better. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with any of that, right? And I think but when we talked about it earlier, what's that? Are the savages going to go away? I mean, they've been going away since no, World War II. They've been going yeah, away, but they're still here. Yeah, some. Yeah, still they don't operate the narrative. If, if, if there's not, and it, and it has changed that much, mm-hmm. then people should let their kids go out and play. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you know what I mean, like, like pick one. Right, right, right. Either well, and it's like even like I was thinking about it the other day, right? So, like with the homeless shit in L.A., right, which is insane. It's fucking nuts, right? Venice Beach, they're taking over everywhere. Everywhere, by the way. Every, no, no, I know it's everywhere. Portland, Portland Seattle, everywhere, Texas, right? And everyone's terrified. You know, they call them the unhoused, all this yeah. shit, right? But the fucking craziest thing was finally they had this press conference at the at Venice Beach with some fucking massive councilwoman or whatever. And in the middle of it, some chick tries to come up and stab her, right? Some homeless, like crazy chick, right? And so, basically, the sheriff at that point, who's obviously just swinging big dick, he goes, "Okay, this is out of control." <laughs> And I'm fucking clearing this motherfucker out. So two days later, they're like, get your shit, you know, and they're fucking. And it's like, yeah, obviously, there's a massive conversation here. What happens? Blah, blah, blah. All this stuff like people should be housed. But when you're fucking terrifying people in their own neighborhoods, this sheriff just like, I mean, he, you know, I don't know who he is, but I just thought it was so fucking funny. He literally is like, this is ridiculous. And I'm going to fucking clean fucking it up. Good, like, man. I'm going to usurp Newsom, fucking, uh, you know, uh, uh, get, uh, whatever the L.A. mayor is. I can't remember his name now. Um, you know, but he's like, no, I'm fucking clearing this motherfucker out. And everyone's like, thank God that someone fucking did, did something. You know what I mean? So, so, what, what, how are we on time? fine okay we're right about an hour okay so here's what i wonder and here's what i think about and here's what like like i just think like i really appreciate how much people care about other people 
Totally. Yeah. Like I love that, man. I, I love how much you're like, we need to call them unhoused the unhoused. Yeah. Unhoused <laughs> yeah. Whatever, whatever. All that stuff. You know, I, I, that's all fucking awesome. But along with that, when I'm rolling through these places and I see these little pop-up tents and oh, yeah. shit going, I put myself in that situation. To be the homeless person? Yeah. Yeah. You know, okay. I think about like, hey, man, yeah. what would it be like if if I'm like the one? Like, I'm yeah, the homeless. One that's like, I'm We've the all one. been a couple steps from homeless, dude. I'm, I'm the you one know what I mean? I'm the one that's putting up the pop-up. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that's putting up the tent. Right. I'm the one that's setting up my little space. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that's doing all this shit. Yeah. Do you think that that's going to be a pleasant situation? Do you think that I'm just fucking walking around skipping with some fucking fairy boots on? Going, of course not. Hey, no. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. I can tell you right now. I would set my shit up. I'd get me a nice little fucking fish beater, <laughs> like a good little one, man. Yeah. Just a nice little yeah. head tuner. And the first fucking person that walked up to my spot and started talking shit, I tune them up. Yeah, and then I would walk around that area, and I'd make sure that I tuned up everybody in that area that didn't know I'm the boss. Right. Well, that's a that's you. So that does, but that's, that's also you not I, strung I'm out not on fucking only, drugs, I'm right? Not the only person yeah. in this world, though. Yeah. I, no, of course not. That aren't yeah. strung out on drugs that are out there doing this. A hundred percent. They're regulating their community. There's yeah, of course there. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. There's dudes and women. Yeah. Out there regulating, there's them. There's them that are out there regulating their community. <laughs> yeah, you know, I you know, I want to make sure that we're you know, on, we understand that that there's men and or women, right, or whatever he she they zes and whatever that are also regulating their community. community. Yeah, there's, right. There's there's women that are right that are building their tents and then they get it all set up nice and neat. And then when somebody comes along and tries to violate it, they're taking a baseball bat to them. Right. You know that's definitely happening. Yeah, but I mean, there is, there are those people. I can't roll hard enough. Oh, your eyes. So, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. If you didn't get them, yeah, hard roll. eye roll. Hard eye roll. Yeah, but I mean, yes, there are those people, but they're few and far between, right? I mean, it's. Uh, how do you know that? Well, because it, what's happening out there is they're just shitting all over the sidewalks. Yeah, too. But you don't think you know there's I mean? out there that are regulating that shit? Maybe, but it's all right, based in. Come on, man. If you and I were doing it, yeah, but we're not fucking homeless, dude. We're not going to be homeless. We yeah, if we were, if we'd, we were, what would it take for you to be homeless? A shitload of fucking bad luck, right? You would be, I guarantee by the time you get there. Be exactly, exactly. <laughs> Me and you aren't going to be homeless, dude. No. You know what I mean? Like, no. But imagine, no. here's what I do. I do imagine myself in those shoes. I have been a couple steps from being homeless. Yeah. I've definitely spent some time sleeping in my truck because I didn't have money or fucking anywhere to go. But and you, all of you guys aspiring to be in a musician, get ready to be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, I've spent months in vans that I basically oh, am a homeless God. human, but <laughs> we're not going to be there, dude. So it's story. hard to put ourselves in a situation because, yeah, you as your constant, your current mind right now. Yeah, you could go into a homeless encampment and probably take over and run it and you'd be your own fucking Mad Max society. But to for you to become a homeless man. It's a lot of broken, dude. It's a lot of fucking things. Now you're probably strung out on fucking drugs. And now you are you know what that does. It doesn't fucking do anything good for you. And you now you're in the mix, right? I so, mean, but what about these people that, that, and, and we're, you know, we're, we're, we're blessed. Obviously we're blessed, but, um, hashtag blessed. Yes. Hashtag <laughs> throw a fucking wrap around your fucking 
A fucking air conditioning unit. What is that shit? Hey, I'm a renter, bro. I fucking I rent. I don't give a shit. I'm not gonna point that out right now. Calm down. All right. Um, Jay's over here judging my garage. (laughs) Son of a bitch. (laughs) Um, what happens if if like like and I, I totally understand, man. I really do understand our our personalities, our mindsets, who we are as human beings. Right. Is not. It's not, I don't want to say it's not normal because I think it is more normal than it's not, but we're not the type of people that are going to be like, all right, I'm just going to give up and go be homeless. Yeah, it's not an option. Yeah, totally. Also, because because of our background, because of how we. It's an option. Because of that Detroit story, because knowing where you come from, knowing where I come from, we're just like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. There's other ways for me to make this happen. But what about the people that we know? And we know a lot of people around us mm-hmm. that are, are are fucking soft. Totally, dude. Yeah. You know, so then all of a sudden they have this decent job. They have things going on. Right. COVID hits. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden that job turns into this and their landlord's like, fuck you, get out. Mm-hmm. And then their car... Like shits out. Sudden, yeah, totally. I like, mean, like I said, we've know, all been a few steps from it, right? Luckily... Me and you are lucky enough to have a massive network of fucking friends and family that if you were at, God forbid, you were at a point where you're like, I have nowhere to go. There's a hundred motherfuckers that would house you for months, right? There's Same with me. If I were to tell one of any one of my best friends, me and my family are fucking sleeping in a car, they would say, we will not allow it. It's not happening. Come here. There are many people in this world that do not have this, right? Yeah. And that's what makes Ventura such a unique fucking place. I don't, I I think that part of that, I think that goes back to not about Ventura, Ventura County. No, I think what a lot of that is just us as men, just us as, as who we are and what we do for the people around us and how we take care of each other. And and I like, are quick to step up and go, yeah. Yeah. Of you know course. what I mean? Like, yeah. My mom has this thing going on. Mm-hmm. You, you, yeah. Fine. Yeah. I when you, I mean, you. when you I, when you. my mom went through cancer, I threw this benefit. I asked fucking, I need someone to fucking make food immediately. It wasn't even a fucking, we had me, me and you had a five minute conversation yeah. and it wasn't an option. And I, you know, I know you. Okay. But you I don't even hardly know. Right. You know, I don't know you that way. fucking yeah. well, yeah. but that is, but I, I do think a lot of that is uniquely Ventura. I, I mean, it, it happens everywhere, but... But I'm not Ventura. Well, Ventura you know County. I mean? You've been in Ventura long enough yeah, to be but, fucking okay, Ventura, yeah, right? I mean, come on. You can't tell everyone you're from fucking Northern... I struggle with I know, that, right? I know. Because I tell, still tell people I'm from the desert. I moved out of the desert when I was 10 years old. Yeah, okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, from, I'm, fucking, I'm fucking from Ventura. You've been in Ventura for many, many years. But I think it's so uniquely... The community here is is different than everywhere else. And I've been around a lot of fucking places and I've seen what communities look like. Our but the pure fact, awesome. dude, the pure fact that every fucking party alone has 20 kids under the age of 15 and they've known each other since All they've been born. Yeah. Like that is unfucking real compared yeah. to anyone else. Okay. Like name yeah. any community in LA that's like that. No. There's no yeah. way. You know, there might be a small sect or whatever. What about those other places that we were talking about earlier, like the Appalachians and shit where those people Well, are, they're all fucking they're all uh, each other's kids. Yeah, well <laughs> you know Okay, I mean? so we are back in Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> 
this is one of the most places I ever <laughs> met. Everybody's yeah. fucking everybody's old lady, old man. Like, just give it a second. If you, yeah, yeah. If you're single, just a second. So just calm like, down. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're good. You're going to no. be okay. It's uh, There's a reason I married my wife. She's not uh, affiliated with any of you creepy motherfuckers. Hey. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, when but it is. creepy, he's talking about you guys. Not yeah, me. you guys, not yeah, him. I'm he's not, he's not I'm creepy. Not he was a uh, captured man. <laughs> yeah, I, was just happily captured. I know, man. But dude, we can't not talk about it. The garage is open. Wow! Right? Segway. Fucking a. The garage is open. Yes. Cheers, brother. Yes. I'm fucking so stoked for you. Man. Give him the fucking details, Jay. Whoo! So, yeah, man, it's crazy because. David and I started talking about this shit years ago. Mm -hmm. We would sit around the fire and talk about like, cause he's, he's business. He's oh okay detail oriented, list oriented. The guy you want. He's uh, for a businessman. Amen. Yeah. You you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm everybody's friend. Right. I love everybody. I'm very gregacious. I'm very out there. I'm very like, like I'm behind the bar. I'm right. the one that's talking to people when they come in and dealing with this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just a combination. But we we would sit around and talk about like one of these days this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And you know, other than me and being an atheist, I want to put that out there. By the grace of God, <laughs> uh, we were wait. You're still giving credit to God? <laughs> you know, I'm mean, you know, there's a lot of hypocrites. Father, Son, here. the Holy Spirit. Yeah. 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 Praise the yeah. Lord. All others pay cash. <laughs> Just because, you know, you don't have to go to church to be a hypocrite. Right, yeah, you of course, I mean? yeah. You overwhelmingly hypocrites, but at yeah, this point in time, I feel you. has nothing to do with the bar, though. Because mm-hmm. if you want to come by the bar and have a drink, it is... Uh, Satanists welcome yeah, at the garage. Everybody, everybody. We appreciate all the uh, alphabets, mm-hmm. um, all religions, you know. Dog-friendly. Dog-friendly. Right. Food-friendly. Mm-hmm. I like it all. Vegan. Mm-hmm. Blech. Uh, whatever else we're in, right. it, you know, um, but we talked about it and the opportunity came up and we did it. Fuck. Yeah, man. You know, and I mean, you're, we're, you're, you're months in, I've been harassing you for months when it's going to open. Yeah. Not that you need any harass, more harassment for me, but I'm so stoked. You guys are actually open, right? And I mean, right this is and right around the corner, yeah. baby. Yeah. It, yeah. And, and, and it, Hey, it looks nice. dude. It's very yeah. classy. I understand why you don't want to do shows, but, because it's a, it's very nice in there. <laughs> you know I mean, so I totally understand that. It's, it's, you know, I, I, it, like when we started this and we were talking about the fucking wrath and mm-hmm. legitimately, man, I've been in this town working shows since I was twenty three years old. Right, 51. Mayfair, Mayfair the, yeah, the whole Nickabees, deal. Yeah, Bermuda Triangle, Mogs, Mog, probably. Well, yeah. I didn't do Mogs. No, I was, okay. I was, I was still over at Oxnard at that point. Okay, um, but. Like I, I, and and then afterwards, still went and did all this stuff. My favorite is is like you literally, and I am not just blowing smoke up your ass. The fucking Wrath is one of the, my favorite fucking bands I've oh, seen. Oh, thank you, man. I, it's it's That's very stoner nice. fucking hard yeah. metal. Fucking, yeah. it's where I come from. Yeah, you know, I don't like. I'm not into punk. I mm-hmm. love everybody, but I'm not into it. But that is what I like. You you know what I mean? Like I love it. I love Clutch. I love Master. Yeah. I love Red Fang. I like. Like I list that shit all the fucking time. Nice. The problem is in this county, you're gonna get that one night a week. Right. Maybe. 
Right, Maybe. right, right. So the rest of the time, nobody's going to come to your bar because that's what you do. Right. So what we would really like is just to be a community bar. Right. Like, like it used to be. You and I can come down there, have a drink, sit at the bar, talk shit, play pool, play darts, laugh, have a good time, and know everybody's going to have a good time. Right, right. Like, we don't, we want everybody to feel comfortable mm-hmm. and relaxed and enjoy themselves at the bar. Right. You, you know, like, we don't, we don't want people to come in there and feel uncomfortable. We want everybody to just have fun. Yeah, be a comfort, be fucking comfortable. comfortable place. Yeah. Listen to some good tunes, fucking hang out. And as much as I would love to to keep what the garage was, the problem with that is, is it just alienates. A massive portion. A, a yeah. Massive, man. There's 12,000 people on the East End. Right. Of age that right. really just go down to drink. Yeah. So... Why can't we do reggae and funk and jazz? Oh, do all of it, dude. Do all of it, yeah. Everybody just come through and have a good time. Right, yeah. And then as time goes on, we'll see what else we can do. Well, there's room for everybody in Ventura, right? I mean, you know, it's just how it goes. I mean, there's room for everybody. There's room for fucking Tongue, my band. There's room for fucking every a killer reggae band. There's room for fucking guys that are doing covers. playing coming up, was it August? Yeah, August, August, yeah. August 7th. August seventh at Gigi's. Right? Yes, yeah, oh, I'm yeah. So I'm gonna do some shameless self promotion. Believe oh, me, don't worry about I'm, it. I'm already working. On <laughs> yeah, <somebody, brother. laughs> yeah. On, but no, man. I'm, for me. I, I mean, here's too. here's what I will say. I'm so fucking excited to see that finally people in our community in our circle are doing the thing that they should be doing, which is starting businesses, making a difference in Ventura, creating a fucking a cool spot to fucking hang with no baggage no wondering if the owner's a fucking piece of shit you know what i mean not that to say anyone was previously but you know it's oh there's so much baggage in Ventura because it is such a small town you take a shit fucking people know about it right so the second i heard that you and dave had fucking taken the bar i was so excited because this is what i mean as much as you're not a punk rock fan right i mean i'm sure you appreciate I'm a, it i'm a big fan of right everybody but it doesn't matter like this is what we should be doing as adults in our own fucking community, building our community, the way in which we see it, you know what I mean? Want to be built. So, and, and, yeah. and you guys are some of the fucking first people that have done it uh, along with fatty vegan, John, you know, building a fucking thing in their own vision, making it exactly how they want to be not fucking begging for permission from a landlord or an owner or whatever to fucking just be able to operate this is what Ventura should be. And now we're starting to step into this era where a lot of us, your age, my age, you know, I'm obviously a few years younger, much more handsome, but a lot of us are going to be starting to make these steps. You know what I mean? I'm having a seizuring eye roll. That... I, I need to work on Oh, wait, about the younger part or the more handsome part? Yeah. Well, no, mm-hmm. you're definitely younger. <laughs> definitely younger. More handsome. Hold on. I'm trying to. Is that what it is? I can't get him to roll back anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Full, if you oh. could stand up and touch your toes, I'll oh, give you a hundred dollars. Really? No. Oh, okay. Right. But I'll be right. impressed. I, yeah, yeah. I might pass out. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm touching my toes. <laughs> For a hundred dollars, I'm gonna jump on the fifth roof. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
I might have to fucking sling that motorcycle over my shoulder so that I can get down that deep. But I'll get down that deep. Shit. Anyway, me with twenty bucks. Anyway, but I am stoked to see it is finally happening because Ventura has had such a weird thing where it's operated and owned by some fucking yuppie with a bunch of money who doesn't give a shit. You know what I mean? And now people are taking businesses and they give a shit, man. And I fucking really like it. Um, I appreciate it and I love you for it, man. I'm. I am. I in this conversation and what you just said, I really appreciate it deeply and I will no longer be doing the comparisons and talking about that shit like is, what, are the, what do you mean by comparisons it, it, it's like, because I feel defensive when I start talking about it I automatically because there's there's a crew of people around town that are, are bad mouthing us and fuck like, them well, I, yeah. hold on I agree with you. You want to yank but, them down by their fucking tie? <laughs> the hard part is, 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 is some of them are family. Mm. Really, like, blood family that I love. Mm-hmm. And they're... they're up you know what that is, though. It's jealousy. I know that. It's I fucking jealousy. That. I'm jealous. I'm jealous that I don't own a bar, dude. I'm but super I jealous. That. But in that being said, I just want whoever, whenever... I want everybody to just come... Like, that's all David and I have ever wanted. Right is for people to have a spot where they can come feel comfortable and drink and listen to good music. Yeah. That's great, man. That's it. That's all we want. And you got it. You yeah. fucking got it. Yeah. Give them the address. Where oh. can they follow you? Come on, Jay. Uh, it's uh, uh, Scandia Avenue, 1091 Scandia Avenue behind Scandia Liquor. That's Liquor right. Lodge. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be dancing on the bar tonight. <laughs> or next to it. Which will be next. Sure next to it. Yeah, by the time this comes out, you'll still be dancing in the bar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Nice, <laughs> totally, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. You know, just appreciate everybody, man. I love you guys. And I yeah. really appreciate having the chance to sit here with Craig. And I love you, man. Do this, man. We're going to do some cool yeah. shit, right? Yeah. Live yeah. podcast, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Let's fucking do it. No, we're going to, like, we, we, you know, we'll we can do it. About that yeah, right we got now. cool shit coming out, yeah. man. Yeah. I don't know if this helps at all. Hashtag Burt Crusher. If you guys can. <laughs> Please hit Bird up. We'd like to be on his podcast. Hashtag the machine. Hashtag two fat fucks and you. Hashtag we love the machine. Hashtag. I actually find him super annoying. <laughs> I fucking don't like him. I've grown to not like him. I liked him a lot and now I don't like him. But anyway, fuck you, Bert. You're can fat. You, can you not do that right, right. now? <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to I get mean, us to chat with him so that why? we can do this. All right. We can, oh, we can do that. I got gotcha. you. Okay. okay. So yeah, yeah, Bert. Please, yeah. I'm a big fan. Hashtag the machine. <laughs> Hashtag Thomas Fat. Thomas you know. Fat. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, let's talk about Thick Boy. What is that? That fucking those spandex you wear? I love is it, dude. Thick yeah. Boy. Yeah. I'm a yeah. thick boy. Yeah. The neck and head. Well, you know, I'm it's definitely not penis, dude. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm definitely a grower, not a shower. Yeah, I'm gonna see. I got some of these. I got some of these active he went, fucking. He went sport, straight out and got some. Sport he was all like, "Hey, man, fuck this. My balls are sweaty too. I'm done with it. <laughs> I'm gonna throw some powder on him. And That's I'm gonna right. Get me some sport shorts. Get me some talcum and some fucking <laughs> seven inch seams, baby. We're on it. <laughs> I fucking love it. Yeah, man. Love you too, bro. Uh, go to the garage, guys. Everybody, Scandia. Follow the garage bar on all social medias. Yep, what are we doing? The garage bar on all social media. All right, uh, Big J. If y'all don't know, you know. Mm-hmm. Look it up. Um, 
honestly, man, you guys can find us if you want to. Let's just have a good time, man. Fuck yeah, man. You know, I'm looking forward to doing more of these with Craig, and we appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Again, hashtag the machine, hashtag Bird Crusher. You know, I know that, you know, we only got about 500,000 people listening to us. So if you guys, if you guys can blow yeah. him up, you know, yeah. we would really like to sit down and talk with him about his weight issues and, yeah, really get him on track. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think me, and, yeah. I think me and Jay could really help you out, dude. Um, all right, guys. So let's see. What do we got? Uh, follow us on all social medias. Get heavy podcast. Uh, check out the YouTube page. Hit that fucking notifications bell for all the videos that are coming up. Uh, let's get that bad boy going. Check out all the new merch at the local shop slash dot com slash get heavy podcast. We got fucking. Uh, we will be having shorts with logos coming on and sweatshorts, sweatpants with logos here at the end of the month. We got t-shirts, we got coffee mugs, we got dog tags, all kinds of awesome shit. Um, quick turnarounds, high quality shit. And, um, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash get podcast. These episodes oh, come shit. up one week earlier and you get early access, bonus content, all kinds of other shit. Uh, that's slowly grown. I really appreciate everyone that's on. Patreon. We just hit a thousand downloads on this fucking podcast. I cannot thank you guys enough. And um, uh, let's buy Patreon tequila. Yep. A big shout out to Salzer's Records, our first actual paid sponsorship. 5777 Valentine Road, Ventura, California. 50 plus years of music, gifts, head shop, sex shop, and video store. If you're looking for a gift, for anything, for anybody, I don't care what it is, grandma, grandpa, uncle, niece, nephew, whatever, I don't care. If you're looking for a gift, go to Salzer's. Right. Go to Salzer's, man, period. Locally owned, family owned, been mm-hmm. taking care of us for 50 fucking years, man. Like, before we even thought about doing this shit, right. Jim was taking care of us. Go support him. Go support that shop. Go support his kids. Just like make it happen, man. You want to talk about the local and, and and the Get Heavy podcast and the garage and all that stuff. He has been a part of everything that everybody's done in this county right. forever, man. Support him. I'm you, pretty sure my kid was made in your office, Jim. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Salzer's Records. <laughs> Other yeah. than us being straight, I think that we tried to give each other kids. <laughs> On our beards at some That's point. That's right. In time yes. In we Salzer's definitely rub beards in Salzer's. On video. Yeah. It's okay. You just go to youporn.bigjfatcock.net. <laughs> I got you. It's there you there. Go. Me, Craig, bumping nugglies, you know, getting That's their right. little uh on. It'll be on the Patreon next week. Oh, dude. Patreon. That's it. <laughs> All right, yeah. guys. Love you. Bye.